David X, how are you? Good. I got vaccine two of two uh, just the other day, and I'm feeling great. No side effects outside of a slightly sore arm. Oh, nice. Are you uh, are you uh, the Moderna Minion or a Pfizer Fuselier? Uh, uh, Pfizer five G. Yeah, yeah, me mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yep. So I get my I get my second on uh, April twenty first. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's like you want to go crazy and and just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Unsolicited hugs all over the yeah. place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. And licking stop signs, all kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Subway poles. Exactly. You know. Yep. Shake hands, all that. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. And our, our intern finally got, uh, um, a Twitter handle for the uh, podcast at long last. That's great. What is, what is that yeah. Twitter handle? Uh, DG show.org. Oh yeah. Makes sense. Who DG show dot org. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Easy to remember. Yeah. Cause, uh, DG show was taken. Um, so we, we we got our lawyers out after them, but in the meantime, we got dgshow.org. Nice. All right. Yeah. And uh, but you you've moved away from uh, was Google Play Music a long time ago, right? Over to Spotify. I did. I, did. I yeah. I jumped over to Spotify, and uh, and I'm and I tell you, I'm happy with it. Um, yeah. I got you know Google will give me all the music that I want. Apple will give me all the music that I want, and I still come back to Spotify because I uh, I enjoy the experience. Hmm. Yeah. Well, for me, it was just like I have my albums, I have my MP3 files, and I just want to listen to them. And I got an app I found. Um, it's called Cloud Player, and hmm. um, what it does is instead of it holding your music, it will actually connect to Google Drive and um, basically use that as your mp3 repository oh that's nice yes that's yeah. great so like i would have like i have my pc here that just basically runs itunes and i would rip cds or whatever and then um manage it all with itunes and then uh i use google um drive to synchronize the files um up to the cloud but i actually don't use my own uh uh, Google Drive um, account because I it, it's really weird. It's like you got to give the app um, Google you, you, not just to an individual folder, but your whole Google Drive. And so mm-hmm. I actually use a um, another Google account that I share the folder with. Um, and so this app can only see that folder. And uh, so that seems to work out pretty well. And YouTube Music is just terrible. And so uh, <laughs> if, if, if you're like, and, and like, if you enjoyed the experience with Google play music uh, and that app uh, cloud player is like a drop in replacement. And I would argue it's even better than before. Oh, that's great. Very nice. Yeah. And it doesn't uh, so you no longer, no unpleasant surprises where it secretly replaces the version you wanted to listen to with the live version, stuff like that. Nope. None of that. None of that. It's yep. great. It's great. Very yep. nice. Yeah. What's going on with you? Uh, this weekend, Soren and I, or yes, this weekend, uh, Soren and I discovered uh, he was gifted, friend of the show, Eric Morrissey, uh, mm-hmm. gifted Soren 
uh, and his son gifted sort of a, a subscription to Bitsbox. Okay. Bitsbox. So Soren is already very happy with Scratch Jr., mm-hmm. which is the kind of clicky, draggy uh, kind of programming um, that you can do on a tablet and things. And uh, Bitsbox is like a next step up for him where it's a very heavily guided, uh, actually type your program into the computer and click run experience. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was enormously proud of him. He was enormously proud of himself uh, for being able to write his own app. And then he got to share that app with his father and his father could show him his app running on his father's phone. And he just got an enormous kick out of it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was real cool. That was real cool. No, it's it's like the big leagues, right? Where yeah, you know, it's like he's it's like wow, he actually got something running on dad's phone. Um, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He was he uh he was thrilled. He was thrilled. Yeah. Hmm. So that was cool. That was good. Yep. Yeah. So we got a we got a fun show today, jam packed. Um, and and so uh, we're gonna be talking about AI chimeras. AI chimeras, animal and machine chimeras, and uh, Chef Boyardee. Which is surely a chimera of a different kind, right? Right. Yes. Uh, Italian food kind of. <laughs> yes, exactly. In a can. Chimeras in, in a can. can. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so, uh, yeah. So it's a, uh, if people need to uh, check out the show notes, if they, if they want to uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, where, mm. where should we send them? Oh, so they can go to dgshow.org. Uh, so that's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner Show.org. And on Twitter, we are at dgshow.org. That's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner Show, D O T O R G. Yep, exactly. Yeah, because if it was dgshow.net, that would just be really weird. Um, <laughs> and it would confuse too many people. That's yeah. right. But cutting room floor, it's it's very succinct. Um, it has something for everybody in it, and uh, so we got some COVID eyewear. And uh, so, what what would you think? What do you think about this COVID eyewear? It is a nice protectant. I'm looking. I'm looking at these pictures of this COVID eyewear. I think it looks cool. I think it looks mm-hmm. real cool. Uh, I think it looks like uh, a really well thought through system for capturing moisture as it leaves your mouth. And uh, if you mm-hmm. want to. If you want to like capture all the humidity that comes out of your mouth and then you want it to like pool down at your chin area, mm-hmm. I think this looks like a really good tool for that. Bacteria, right? Yeah. yeah, bacteria. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, if you look at it, uh, it, it kind of looks like a motorcycle helmet with like a chrome faceplate or, or visor on it. But instead yep. of it being a helmet, it's just the visor part. And it's yes. and it has like the little hinges that you put over the over your ears and all that. Yeah, that's right. It reminded me of uh, the uh, 1979 Disney classic Black Hole and the, uh, mm-hmm. the bad guy from that who wore a, mm-hmm. or, a or fans of G.I. Joe might might think about this as like a uh, Cobra Commander mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's yeah. that's a great, uh, looks just like that. You, if you, want, you could look like Cobra Commander if you like. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, it kind of like, it's like a sunglasses for like if you're a Cyclops or something, you know, but it's, it's really neat that it's this whole mirror, um, mm-hmm. you know, this this whole thing that's mirrored. And like for you, are you, what do you think we'll ever get to the point where 
for you to put a mask on and like walk into a store, you're going to feel uncomfortable again. I am. Uh, it's, I feel in this moment, I feel like I will always wear a mask going into a public place. Um, yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I like the, uh, I like the, I like the protection that it offers me and others. And I like mm -hmm. sending off the signal of like, don't speak with me. Right. I'm, uh, I'm not available to you. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the yeah. that's the message I'm sending. Well, this, this COVID eyewear would send it that exact same message too, because it's, <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's right. having a whole mirror on your face. And <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. not only do I not want you to talk to me, I may or may not be committing a felony right now. That's what it, that's what it, that's what it tells me. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it, you know, it's like I would go in and I'd have sunglasses on. I'm wearing a mask, and it's like, are you there? Rob the place, or or is it COVID? And <laughs> you know, yeah. And and at what point? Like, I'll have to dig it up too. There's there are these people that were kicked off a flight for the they had these like super awesome masks, um, but they were kicked off the flight for wearing them because it looked like a scuba mask. You know, like with a snorkel and all that stuff on it. And yeah, and these these people were like, yeah, this is you know, this uh, like United or whoever was like, yeah, that's that's stupid. Uh, and and they're like, they even pulled the card out saying that no, this is a real thing. It's a it's a real protectant thing, and it it has like this exhaust thing like right over the middle of the top of your head, like a, mm -hmm. like a snorkel sort of thing, and sure. um. But it 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 yeah it looks like somebody's snorkeling, but it was like a heavy duty version of uh, snorkeling gear. And United wasn't having it. No, no, it it was too too uh, exotic. But uh, yeah, and then the other the other thing that we got on the cutting room floor is the uh, Fisher Price My Home Office. Hmm. Yep. What's that, what's included in that? Uh, besides a cry for help. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So it, what it has a laptop. It has uh, that has like video conferencing that you could do. It comes with a cell phone. It comes with apps that I guess are magnetized. It can stick on the, or I guess are fabric apps that attach to the computer screen. Um, you have a like a headset that you could wear, and uh, also a little like a little tiny Starbucks cup looking thing. <laughs> My first latte. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 What what do you think of that? I think uh I am glad Soren is already too old for such a thing because I'm certain that he would be into it if uh yes. if that was available to him. Yeah. 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 And this is this is where we've come. Or or this is you know <laughs> this is where we are right now. It's like I want to be like, <laughs> be like dad and I wanna you know, and it's like and it's it's that mirror it's like holding the mirror up to you to see it's like oh, exactly. Man. Yeah, exactly. I want to be like dad and, and scream into an unresponsive screen <laughs> <laughs> or a responsive one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All well, right. So uh, what's, going, what's going on in the what's going on in uh, artificial intelligence now? OK, so um, you remember OpenAI. You know, we were talking about that, the, the makers yeah. of GPT-3, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. So we're adding uh, a new they're, they're working on something. Um, they call it CLIP, uh, which is uh, it's, it's a computer vision model that they're working on. And there's a, um, they've discovered a thing, and, you know, to add this to our lexicon, a, a typographical attack. And, mm. yeah, 
So imagine it's like there are a lot of like AI applications that are out there where, uh, you know, you put the camera on an Apple and, you know, sitting on a desk or whatever. Hmm. And it does the image analysis and it looks at a, a corpus of, of images. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, that mostly matches an Apple. So I'm going to say that it's an Apple or a Granny Smith or whatever. And but the thing is with GPT-3, it's a... Um, they trained it not only with images, but also with text. And so um, they what they wound up doing was that if you put an apple um, in, in front of the camera and then you write uh, like a, a sticker on it, like a post-it note that said like iPod or something like that, it would mm-hmm. actually do the text or it would do the text to you know image analysis and identify that apple as an iPod. <laughs> so the ar- artificial intelligence a little bit too credulous when it comes yes. to uh when it, it comes to gullible mm-hmm. gullible yeah uh-huh yeah it's sort of <laughs> like a like wearing a, a hello my name is sticker and then you write whatever you want and you become that thing yeah 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 to the that's ai great. that's yeah. great yeah and that's that's where you know they're talking about it's like oh well what about like spider-man and is it is it a spider? Is it a, a comic book hero and all that stuff? And and then they talk too about the um, uh, other things too, like how it, it, this has happened before, like with Tesla with autopilot. Like you remember how you know you see uh, uh, you know those, those teenage kids these days. You know they they get the can of spray paint and then they'll they'll um, change uh, like a speed limit sign that says thirty five, and then they'll turn them into like uh, like 85 by, by changing the three to an eight and, right. and the Tesla would be like, Oh, it's 85 mile per hour. And then they, they just blow through 85 miles per hour. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So what, what signs would, you, if, if you were to wear the hello, my name is uh tag and what, what would you write on that tag for the AI to identify you as? Yeah. So I'm imagining taking these uh, kind of full face mask, Cobra commander, uh, masks, throwing that on there, and then wearing a big T-shirt that says uh, "Not a shoplifter," and then walking mm. into a Target, something like that is what I was thinking. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, you can have so much fun with it. It's it's uh, you could be like um, devastatingly attractive. You could write down there, or um, <laughs> then you, you light right. up all the dating apps and um, <laughs> yeah. You can you can have all kind of fun with that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about chimeras. Uh, so you know, we've been talking before about you know using computers to control living things, uh, and we've we've talked about other chimeras of you know putting you know uh, human brain cells into monkeys and things like that, but. Um, now there's this uh, robot chimera there that is uh, like what would happen if you could take parts off of some sort of animal and attach it to a robot in, as as a more economical way of getting a sensor input. Okay. Right. I feel like I've seen I feel like I've seen this movie, but but go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Like an 80s sort of movie. Yeah. Right. Um, with a chainsaw or something. I don't know. But um <laughs> Yeah, uh, like a reanimator sort of thing. But um, so there's, uh, I, th- was this? I think it's in Israel um, that that these guys did this, 
but um, they took the ear of a locust and then they, they attached it to a robot. Wow. Yeah. And, it, and so, presumably it worked. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when the researchers clap once, the locust ear hears it and the sound will move the robot forward. And then when they clap twice, the robot moves backwards. Wow. That's really impressive. Yeah. Is that a, I guess that's just like a, is that like a strictly mechanical thing? Like, I guess it would, I guess it would, I guess it would be right. Just a, like a, yeah. you clap and then you get an electrical impulse that travels down the little locust ear and then triggers the whatever. Okay. Yep. yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And, and right. that's where, um, you know, it's like they're interviewing the the researchers and the researcher researcher said that we chose the sense of hearing because it can be easily compared to existing technologies in contrast to sense of smell, for example, which the challenge is much greater. And we're going to talk about sense of smell in a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah. So, but, uh, and uh, the researcher said, my laboratory has developed a special device called ear on a chip great marketing um, <laughs> that allows the ear to be kept alive throughout the experiment by supplying oxygen and food to the organ while allowing electrical signals to be taken out of the locust ear and amplified and transmitted to the robot. Yeah. That's uh, disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah. 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 But, you know, if you think about it, um, you know, there are a lot of advantages, you know, in terms of like, efficiency in terms of uh, electricity and, you know, energy consumption. And like you get all these drones that are flying around and, and you don't want to, you know, have all these heavyweight sensors. Uh, this is an opportunity to have something that doesn't draw a lot of energy and it's, it's lightweight. Um, and uh, I guess it's uh, biodegradable too. <laughs> yeah, that's uh well, that's gross. That's super gross. No downsides. Right, but, you, <laughs> but you said something about smells. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, let, let, like, uh, have you ever heard of the uh, smellocopter? I, I can't. I can't say that I have. No. Yeah. So this is. Um, oh man, I think it's University of Indiana, Purdue, like around there in the Midwest, um, or University of Washington. I forget. Um, so they, they came out with the smellocopter. And so they basically uh, took um, they, uh, like a, think of like a quadcopter uh, drone where um, they attached a moth antenna uh, to seek out smells. And it can also do obstacle avoidance. With smells, by smelling. Yes. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Any particular smells or? Uh, I I don't know if they said any particular ones, but, um, but you know, they said that it's, you know, it, it uses that live moth antenna to do the navigation and um, it can um, sense and avoid obstacles as it moves through the air. So maybe there's, there are other sensors on there for obstacle avoidance, but what it will do though, is that, um, uh, you know, as you know, smell is directional, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and um, so that's that's pretty interesting. And, um, you know, they also talk about, you know, having the best of both worlds where, um, you know, the sensitivity of a biological organism with a robotic platform, 
uh, to control motion. And um, yeah, and they said once separated from the moth, um, the antenna stays biologically and chemically active for up to four hours. Yeesh. Yeah. It makes me, you know, it's a, it seems to me something like very specifically human where we take a look at this, uh, this thing was created through trial and error and evolution over hundreds of thousands of millions of years and mm -hmm. uh, into a ruthlessly efficient organ. And I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to chop this off and mm -hmm. plug it into my Raspberry Pi. That's what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, I got an idea. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and that's where, like, I don't know if you've seen, like, there's been a lot of articles I've been seeing about how, like, dogs can sniff out people that have COVID or that have cancer. And, like, you know, you could train them. But imagine having, like, a quadcopter with a dog's nose on it. You know, right. and, you know, it, where do you draw the line? And, you know. What? <laughs> Putting a dog's, I'm, the mental image of a dog's nose kind of sticking out of a, you know, a DJI drone is, uh, well, mm -hmm. that's gross. That's gross. That's yeah. like some fever dream, right? Yeah. It's not, not cool. Um, yeah. The poor dog, right? <laughs> um yeah, but it, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it was University of Washington. And and so, um, and I, I can imagine that that could be pretty good too from like, um, uh, you know, locating disasters and gas leaks and, and explosives and, and things like that of like send in a drone to look for IEDs and um, yeah, right. you can have all kind of yeah. fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. For right. at least four hours. Well, unless you refrigerate it. If you refrigerate it, the antenna will last longer. <laughs> or you have enough moths and uh, you need like a supply of them. It's probably the, the, the moth lobby is, is really pushing this. That's how they get you. That's mm -hmm. how they get you. Yeah. So, um, Chef RD. Mm. Yeah. So um, you know he's a real person, right? Or was I? I did not know that. I thought he was like. Uh, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he would. I, I I did not realize he was a real person. He was a yeah. an actual chef. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real person. Atori um, uh, Um and it was uh, spelled uh, differently. Uh, B O I A R D I, and then they Americanized it to uh, Hector Boyardi as we all know mm. now, and when he sure. emigrated to the United States. And um, yeah, so he actually got um, started in Cleveland, Ohio, and um, he started a his own restaurant there. And it was like, you know, people were just like, thought it was awesome, you know, like what he was doing. And people were like saying, hey, can I take some of your spaghetti sauce home? And so he was putting the, the spaghetti sauce for people to take home and like rinsed out milk glasses and um, he also uh, worked in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, where he catered the wedding of President Woodrow Wilson. So <laughs> catered by Chef Boyardee. Um, yeah. And, and so then he moved to uh, Milton, Pennsylvania in order to like scale out his tomato fields. And then in 1942, he was like mass producing, uh, you know, canned pasta for you know, soldiers in the war. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it winds up um, that he is actually buried uh, at All Souls Cemetery in Chardon, Ohio, um, and which is uh, kind of not, it's about an hour from my house. And so I actually rode up there last week on my motorcycle to try to find his grave. <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, ah, how hard could it be? And cause it's, it was a mausoleum. Right. And, and yeah. so it's like, yeah, there's probably a mausoleum there and I could just look at them and check it out. So I ride up there and this cemetery is like pretty big and it had like three uh, that I saw it like three sets of mausoleums where some are inside, some are outside. And, and then I'm like pulling up in my motorcycle and, you know, people are giving me the eye, you know, it's like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know? And so like I got off, acted like I needed to be there and uh, looked around at some of them, but I I never did find it, but, but it is there. Um, If you click on the article here, you could actually go to uh, the uh, find a grave website that will give you the exact uh, plot location if uh, if you know how to navigate your way around it. So there you have it. See, see, my my fantasy of this is that the uh, Chef Boyardee grave is uh, adorned by uh, uh, tributes of cans of Chef Boyardee just piled up. Uh, yeah, in front of a in memoriam, you know. Yeah, no, and that's that's like not the case at all. That it was, it's a very. Like you could have walked past it and not noticed it. It looked like a, like a, uh, you know, like in the mausoleum, it was like, it wasn't like on the ground. It was like a mm-hmm. couple up and right. yeah, there was no like, uh, like chef boy or the vote of candles or, um, <laughs> or even like a gift shop, a chef boy or the gift shop where, you know, or ravioli stand or something there. But um Yeah. <laughs> When, when was the last time you, you had uh, yourself some uh, Chef Boyardee? That's a good. That's a that's a great question. I feel like it must have been. I'm. I I must have been reduced to Chef Boyardee in college. That must have happened. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. remember I don't remember it. But that that had to have happened, right? Yeah. No, I agree. It's um. That's probably about one of the last times I probably like. That's. I don't think I've had it since like post slightly post college, like first apartment sort of thing, you know? Right. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of mistake you make only once as an adult, I feel. Yeah. No, I grew up on that stuff, but um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, very interesting though. Um, but yeah, he was a real person. Good for him and good for him for uh, scratching out quite a life. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Props to a uh, props to chef Boyardee. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, if if people and this, I'm telling you what this COVID eyewear, you would think mm-hmm. like how much would you pay for one of these? Oh, this looks like a this looks like a pricey thing. This looks like a carefully engineered uh, German optics. Uh, this looks like a precision <laughs> instrument. Zeiss lens. Yeah. 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 Zeiss, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I. You could you could tell me it cost uh, two hundred dollars and I would not be surprised. Twenty two bucks. Twenty two dollars. Twenty two dollars. I'm I'm buying them right now. Yep. yep, it's amazing. All right, COVID eyewear. Yeah. So if if people need to uh, uh, buy some COVID eyewear before you buy it all up, um, where where do we need to send them? <laughs> they should go to DG Show. Uh, dot org. That's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. 
Yeah. And now on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's DG the Twitter show. handle? It's a dgshow.org. It's a D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show, D-O-T-O-R-G. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Follow us there. Um, yeah. Yep. So. Tremendous. Good times. Good times. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. We'll see you, everybody. Bye.